Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Today we will be meditating on the topic newness from the word of God. God is the creator of all beginnings and God is Alpha, the beginning. When we read in Genesis 1 verse 1, it says in the beginning God. That means God is the beginning of all things and God is the beginning. He is the Alpha. When we see the creation that God created, that we admire so much every day, we admire nature right from the moment we rise up from our bed till we go into sleep, the night. And God is the one who gave beginning to all of the life that we see. He is the one who gave beginning to the sun, the moon, the stars, and also the plants, the flowers that we admire, the grass that we see each day. And he also gave beginning to life in the sea. He made the fishes. He called and through his word, everything was created, the birds. And then we see God giving the beginning to a man. He took dust out of the ground and from his hand he molded man and then he breathed this life into man's nostril and that's how we had our beginning and that's how our father Adam came into existence. Man might give many theories with evolution and many different things but my dear friends it was God in the beginning and without God there was no life and God is the one who gave beginnings for everything for everything that we see for everything that we can touch it's God who is first he is the Alpha he is the beginning and he is the creator of all beginnings and it was his mercy that God created man from his own hand. Now, when we want newness in our life, we want beginnings in our life, we want new chapters in our life, we want something new out of old. So let's understand what are the things that we have inside of us, what are the junk that we have inside of us, what are the old things that need to be let go from us? What are the old things that we keep for ourselves which are like junk? And that, those things are the things that have to be thrown out. Only then the newness, the newness of God can come and dwell inside of us. So let's understand what is old. What is oldness inside of us? The old things inside of us. So we all have our old mistakes or sins. 
because word of God clearly says in Romans 3 verse 23 for all have sinned so we all have sinned in some way or the another no person can say that he is completely pure and he is completely out of sin each one has lied at certain point of time each one has robbed something at certain point of time it might be a small sweet it might be a small pencil each, each one has gone in wrong ways and each one has done wrong things through their hands so we all have this old messed up box called sin and we all have this old mistakes with us and unless and until we just get these things out of us the newness the freshness the new life of God cannot come inside of us and also we have our old regrets because of our sinful nature because of our fallen nature we don't become sinful because of our sins that we commit we are sinful right from the time of our birth so we have regrets because of our sins and we have to get these things out we have to get these old regrets out of us so that the newness of life the new inspiration of God can come and dwell inside of us and also we have to get rid of the old guilt this old guilt comes through our sins we all have certain guilts in our life that we cannot just let go of it but my dear friend my dear brother and sister through the power of God you can get rid of your old guilts there is a way that you can get rid of your old guilts and also there is a old pain when we see in the life of Jacob though it's been years that he has lost his beloved son Joseph it's been so many years his son they, they have told him that his son is dead and it's been so many years but no one could to, uh, take that pain away from his heart yes my friend it's not easy for any man or anything in this world to come and take your pain away from your heart it's only God it's only God who can give you a new heart and who can remove that pain from your heart who can heal you of your pain from your heart it is only God who can really understand your pain men cannot understand your pain but God who sees the hearts of men can understand your pain and he has the power to remove those pains from your heart he has the power to remove those old regrets those old guilts those old sins from your heart 
If only you could give chance for God to work in your life. And also, we have our old grudge. We have our old grudge to certain people, towards certain people, for the way they acted, for the way they have behaved, and for the way that they have done certain things in our past. But God is the one who can give us grace to remove those grudges from our heart and totally throw it away so that we could be healed in our heart. We could have peace. My dear friend, carrying those grudges will not give you any peace in your life. And it will not give you any blessing or as well. So only when you throw away those grudges from your heart, God will give you a peace. God is ready to do that for you. And also, you have your old life. You have your life with your friends, with your groups, the life that you had and you used to live the way you were wanting to live and you used to do the things that you were wanting to do. No one was, you know, able to question you in any way. You are the boss of your life. And it was your life. There's no one to ask you. But God wants to remove that old life, that dead life, that life filled with sin, that life which had no purpose, that life is full of misery and sorrow. There's no hope in that life. There's no peace in that life. There's no joy in that life. Even though you seek a temporary peace and temporary joy in the life that is so old. What is old life first of all? It's the life where there is no God. There is no newness in that life. The life is old meaning old life is nothing but the dead life. Though you are alive, though you have so much of luxury around you, you have so much of uh, social circle around you, you have so much of um, finance for your control. Even then, there's nothing that you see new in your life. There's nothing that you see alive in your life. That is the dead life that you have. And only God can give you a new life, a life with meaning, a life with purpose, a life filled of joy, a life filled of hope that no man can take away from you. The peace and joy and the things that material uh, happiness can bring to you, it will only last only for a couple of days. Any second you fall sick, any second your terminal sickness comes upon you, this joy and this um, peace and this happiness will just disappear in matter of no seconds. Anytime terminal sickness, a cancer or anything comes upon you, all these things vanishes. So this old life is 
not this dead life is not something that you can be uh, happy or you can just keep it for yourself you need to dump it you need the life which god has to give you you need to get the new life you need to get the life of christ and you have to get rid of this old life you have to just dump it only then you can receive this new life you can breathe this new life and you can be blessed through god and also there is all losses we can see from the word of god the loss that job had to face in his life he has lost everything including his cattle he has lost his servants he's lost his children he's lost everything he's lost his own health and his wife asks him to curse god you might be a person who's going through some kind of loss but god wants to come into your life god wants to bring in his own gifts into your life and there's also old talk proverbs 18 verse 21 says death and life are in the power of the tongue so what i mean by old talk is there's a talk that we used to have before we come into christ there was a way that we used to talk before we came into faith there was a way there was a style of talking before we came into christ and those are the things my friends we really need to dump out of ourselves we need to just take all this trash and we need to throw away all these things and also there's also something called self confident the old nature of us also wants us to depend on ourselves it doesn't want us to depend on god but we want to be self confident we want to believe in ourselves we have to throw this also so that we can really be confident on what is real ourselves is not real we believing on ourselves we are not real we are going to be believing in some false notions if we want to be confident over some things we have to be confident through god and now when we remove all this old nature it's not possible through our own will power it's not possible through our own uh, desire we can only be new through christ because jesus jesus christ alone came from heaven to earth he humbled himself to become a man so that he could save each one of us from our sin so that he could save each one of you from the sins that you commit from the lies that you have spoken from the 
death that was about to be waiting for you because of the sins that you have committed in your personal life. Each one had to pay for their own sins, my dear friends. And Jesus took that death and he took that sin upon himself and he became a curse for us so that you and me could have a new life so that you and me could be redeemed from these sins and we who were lost in sins could have a reunion with God once again. So God is giving us a new beginning through Christ. We read in 1 Corinthians 1 verse 26. For ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. So you see, God is the one who is giving you a new beginning. You might be a believer. It's because God has called you out of darkness. You did not come to God through your own power. You did not come to God through your own strength. You came to God because God has called you. God has given you this new beginning. Though you were fallen in sin, though you were deeply fallen in sin, there were so many pains, there were so many regrets, there was so much of guilt in your life. It's God who gives you a new beginning. And also, God has given you a new life from death and from darkness. It's God who has given you this life because you were dead in sin. There was no way that you could rise up and live and you could be alive on your own. You are dead spiritually and you are lost in darkness. God's word says in 1 Peter 2 verse 9, Who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light? Yes, my dear friends, it's God who has called you into marvelous light and who has given you the new life in his marvelous light. Without him, you cannot have a new life, the life that you might be enjoying through celebrating and the life that you might be enjoying through your own desire, living the way that you want, not asking the will of God, living the pleasures that you want, seeking for the things that you want. God is saying that He is the one who is giving you new life. Take this opportunity to accept this new life. Take this opportunity, my dear friend, to come close to God and come into this new life. Come out of the old death. Come out of the old things that you have in your life and come into the new life that you have in Christ. And this life is an eternal life. And also, God gives new seasons in your life. After you come into Christ, there are seasons of joy, but also there are other seasons as well. There are seasons of 
sorrow. There are seasons where you are excited and there are seasons where you are surprised. God is going to take you through the valley of depression and God is going to bring you out of that valley as well. You are going to experience all these new seasons and God is going to remove that old past in your life and God is going to fill you with these new seasons where He is going to uplift you through His Word. When you are down, when you are feeling down, God is going to bring you up through His Word. God is going to give you courage in the day that you are discouraged and He will give you joy in the day that you are having a sad day. He is going to give you joy through His Word and He is going to lift you up. And also, He is going to make you a new creation. We read in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So my dear friends, it is God who makes you a new creation. The old way of your nature, the old person that you were, and the old life that you had and the old talk that you used to talk, the old way that you used to dress up and the old people that you used to have friends and the people that you used to hang out with, you're not going to feel the same again because once God makes you a new creature, He removes all of that old nature. He removes, He wipes out all of that old nature and He makes you new. And also not only that, God brings new strength. We read in Isaiah 40 verse 31, They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. And also He gives you a brand new day. Each and every day that you experience through the power of God, you're going to see that the day is brand new. It's not going to be a gloomy. We read in Psalms 118 verse 24, This is the day which the Lord hath made. And also, you will be confident in God. You will not have the old self confident in you, but you will have the God confident. We read in Philippians 4 verse 13, I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. So my dear brothers and sisters, our confidence is based upon God. That I can do everything through God. I'm not going to put my confidence over me. I'm not going to put my confidence over my finance. I'm not going to put my confidence over my health. I'm not going to put my confidence over anyone in this world but I am going to put my confidence over God, the Creator of all beginnings and I am going to trust on Him to give a new beginning and I am going to trust on Him to give 
a newness in our life. So my dear friends, I encourage each one of you to put your confidence upon God for He is worthy. He alone he is worthy. And after all this, God is speaking to us in Jeremiah 31 verse 31 saying, For I will make a new covenant. Yes, God is making a new covenant through Jesus Christ. We read in Matthew 26 verse 27 to 29 saying, This is the blood of the new covenant. So it is through the new covenant that Jesus shed his own precious blood upon the cross for the remission of all our sins, for your sins, for your personal sins. This new life is possible through the price that Jesus paid. He made us one. He made us one with God through this new covenant. He made as one with God and he has paid the price. So my dear brothers and sisters, for all the upcoming days, whether it's good or bad, whether it's ups or downs, and whether it's challenging, we need new faith, which means renewed faith. We read in 1 Peter 1 verse 7, trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold. So our faith has to be renewed each day. We have to evaluate our faith when we bow down in prayers and when we kneel in prayers, we have to evaluate ourselves. Our faith must not be the same faith that was some days back or some years back. It has to be renewed. We have to have more faith in God. We have to have faith that whatever He does in my life, whatever decision that God takes in my life, whether I'm going through good things or bad things, whether God does it for good or bad, all those things are for good. He does it all for good and He is perfect. That is faith. Faith is believing that God is doing everything perfectly. There's nothing that we can say it's imperfect. Once we give ourselves in the hands of God, God is doing everything perfectly. That has to be faith of every believer today. We have to trust God that God is perfect in His timing. God is perfect in His doing. God is perfect in the ways that He works. Though it is a very bad situation or it can be a good situation for both the things, He is perfect. We have to have this faith in God. And also, we need to have new hope. We read in James 5 verse 8, For the coming of the Lord draweth nigh. We should always have that hope that our Lord Jesus Christ is going to come very soon. 
the world might say it's been years and years that Lord Jesus had said this, that he's going to come again, but we don't see any signs and we don't see that he's coming. This might be what the world speaks, but we who are a believer in Christ, we should always have this hope that I'll be meeting my Lord today. I'll be meeting my Lord any second. I can be meeting my Lord in any hour, in any situation. He's going to come. He is going to come and receive me. I should be prepared. This should be the hope of every one who is in Christ. Not only this, we should also have a hope that we belong to God and our home is in heaven so that we live in this world just as pilgrims. We live just like the people who travel. Our hope is completely upon God and that is the hope that God wants from us. And also, God wants from us a new love, a renewed love. We read in 1 John 2 verse 15, love not the world. So it's so clear and crystal clear that we as children of God, we are not supposed to love the world. What I mean by this is, it's okay to buy certain things that we need. But our heart should not always be in shopping malls or our heart should not always be in the material things. Our heart should not even be in the family or our friends or whoever be it, the people that we love. Our heart should not also be in our own being. We must not love the world. The church is not called to love the world. You are called with a purpose. You are called with a great plan from God and with a divine calling. God has called you and separated you from the world. So it's not your job to have your heart on the worldly things. So God wants a new conviction, a new commitment from you a new love, a renewed love for God. God has loved you and He has given His own life through His Son, Jesus Christ. But He wants you as well to love God with all your heart. And also, God wants us to live in new power. We read in Isaiah 40 verse 29 that He giveth power to the faint which means He gives power to those who are so weak, they don't have any strength in them. He gives power. For what reason does He gives power? He gives power so that we live victorious. My dear friends, He wants you to live in power, in authority. He wants you to rule over sin. He wants you to rule over all the temptations that you face, all the trials that you face. He wants you to have the power to defeat enemy. And He wants you to have that power to defeat the enemy, Satan, and to live 
a victorious Christian life. So I encourage each one of you, my dear friends, brothers and sisters, to remove all that is old, all that is buried inside. Evaluate yourselves in prayer and remove all that old nature, that dead nature, that sinful nature that God hates, that God is not pleased with and come into the newness of Christ. Come into the new life that Christ has to give through the covenant of His blood that He has shed for all of our sins. Come into the newness through new faith, new love, new grace and new power. We read in 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9 that my grace is sufficient for thee. So God's grace is able to drive you the whole year. God is going to drive you victoriously with power. And I wish you all a happy new year 2020. May God bless you.